apps can do a lot of cool things. You could order dinner, gamble on your favorite team, and track your health. You could even get a mortgage. One click and you can be approved. I'm not sure by who or what country they're in. You deserve more from the mortgage industry. At AnyMac Home Mortgage, we believe in the need for live human interaction during a very complex process. The kind of service and guidance which an app simply can't provide. Our customers are more than credit scores and income documents. They're individuals and families who live in and strengthen our communities. Their story is our story, and that story begins in a home. Chris Sawyer is an expert on providing superior customer service and in meeting the mortgage needs of current and future home buyers. With over 18 years of experience in the industry, Chris is able to help customers migrate through the home buying and home financing process by using his wealth of knowledge as a well-qualified mortgage professional. And best of all, Chris is located in Cromwell, Connecticut, where he has helped hundreds of clients in Connecticut, Massachusetts, and Rhode Island make their dreams of home ownership a reality. Visit chrissawyer.annie-mac.com, email him at csawyer at annie-mac.com, or give him a call, 860-878-8730. Chris Sawyer, NMLS number 39345, corporate NMLS number 338923, Mac Home Mortgage, an equal housing lender. American Neighborhood Mortgage Acceptance Company, LLC, DBA, Mac Home Mortgage, Lo-Fi Direct, Connecticut First Mortgage Correspondent, License Lender, Broker Number, ML 338923, Massachusetts Mortgage Lender, and Mortgage Broker License Number, MC 338923, Rhode Island License Lender, License Number 20112810L. Call for additional details. Try to get the run game going. Nope, it's a fake. Throw far side of the field. Clark Robinson has it. First down and more, and he's inside the 10. Jones going to run it himself. Get the block from Barkley. Daniel Jones in for the touchdown. Matt Burita gets it up the middle. He's in for the touchdown. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to John about the G-Man Giants football podcast. I'm Big Chase, joined by King Zay. And uh, hopefully we'll have Sean Scanlon in here uh, in a little bit as well. Um, Thanksgiving coming up. We'll, we'll obviously get to that game. But we got a game to recap first. And uh, boy, oh boy, that was a rough one. Uh, as the Giants lose to the Lions 31-18. I am so down uh, after this game. Like, uh, just nothing uh th- this is where the, the giants hit, hit hit the the luck ran out i think uh it, it was great listen it was great that the beginning of this season it was great well what they were able to do especially the position they were in but this is reality and i mean just as like in the past couple years just like how last year the giants uh, there were a bunch of one score games oh, from winning games this year, the, the, that luck turned in your favor, and all those close games you were able to get by. Now, is this a team? I, I don't know. I'm still down on this team's future. Uh, a lot of people are still high. Like they're they're saying you're doing a lot more. Yeah, but I mean, I I, I still don't know if you're gonna lose to a team like this. I don't know if Daniel Jones is a future. Like I, I know that. Dropping back 44 times is not good, and we talked about that last year with Daniel Jones. That's not good, and that's not a winning football game for him. But that's what you need in today's NFL. You need a quarterback who can drop back and win you a game with his arm, and Daniel Jones has shown he, he, he can't be that guy, and especially in this game. like the, the, And being picked off twice against his defense. I mean, Aiden Hutchinson is – 
really coming into his own and becoming uh, what everyone thought he was being a high draft pick. But I, I mean, the rest of this defense is rough. And I mean, the, the, and the Giants defense, I mean, everyone was touting Kayvon Thibodeau as being one of the best edge rushers. I mean, he wasn't doing that much. Defense wasn't, they weren't getting pressure on Jared Goff. Like it, it, this was just a tough game. And yeah, maybe I'm catastrophizing a little bit, but being going this hard on the Giants, going and getting this down on them. But man, like this is, this just feels like a game I, we would see a couple years ago. Like this, this didn't feel like a day bowl game. This didn't feel like the Giants have all the rest of the year. And you're you're muted right now, Zay. Uh, I'm. Uh, no, I, I know I'm muted. I'm allowing you to continue your your rant of 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 despair that isn't even close to what's going on right now. But I, I'm gonna let you. Continue. Right. No, I I'm passing it over to you. How do you see it? Uh, again, you're talking about a team who's in a peculiar uh, situation. They're facing a team that was hot coming into it. They won three of their last four. So you knew this team was going to bring it to you. Um, the Giants, look, they ran into an issue. They're, they're beat up. They're injured. We've seen it uh, without Evan Neal, without that other's right side of that line. They really had to force running the ball to the left. And the Lions, kudos to them. They stepped up and they stopped Saquon Barkley from going left. They shut down the holes. They did what they were supposed to do. I'm not blaming the Giants for, for you know, I'm not saying they're falling off a cliff. This isn't the end. This is a bump in the road, and all teams are going to go through it, especially when you have the amount of injuries that the Giants have. That's just what you're dealing with. You're dealing with a ton of injuries right now. You're dealing with a team that's trying to find a number one receiver. They haven't been able to do one all, find one all year. It showed last week. Um, yeah, and Daniel Jones threw two interceptions. God forbid. He throws an interception because no other quarterback in the NFL throws interceptions, apparently. He's thrown three interceptions on the year, people. He, he isn't terrible. This isn't this isn't the Manning Redskins game where Manning threw for like six interceptions. This is not the complete utter blow-up catastrophe, no. He, he had a rough game on his two interceptions. One was, like you said, Aiden Hutchinson making a, a freakish play that was probably once in a lifetime, probably never. But it, it was a great play, nothing to take away from him. And the second one, he had pressure in his face. He threw it a little high. It happens. Um, again, when you can't get the proper protection up front, these things happen. And if you watch the game, the game for the most part, it was pretty much even until an O'Shane Zimmer is roughing the passer, I guess they called, which continued to drive, which led to their first quarter game. And it continued from there. But outside of that, again, the Giants have some things – they have to fix. They got to fill, you know, get healthy, fill their line, get their line back, you know, get the guys back on their line, fill those pieces. And again, we'll be picking up where we, you know, left off. But is this the end of the, you know, the train? No, this is not the end of the train. This is a, you know, this is a stop on the road. This happens when you were, like I said, well, yeah. I mean, a, a loss like this going into like as the hardest part of their schedule. Like, did I, I honestly went going. Coming out of this loss, I don't know if the Giants win at two more games for the rest of the no, year. No, that, that's a blasphemy. Come on. You're talking you, about a team. You have some tough games. You, you yeah, obviously have Dallas, which yep. we'll talk about it's, here in a little bit, the Eagles twice, Minnesota, and, who, and then who, who, the Commanders and the Colts. The Colts. Who, who, again, the, again, the, the, the Minnesota Vikings have showed you they may be paper warriors or paper, you know, paper tigers. To me, they're not – that much of a threat again they're a team that could play very well and they can also play down and they can lose games we've seen it against the cowboys where 
They completely got obliterated on Sunday and didn't even look like they should be on the same field as the Cowboys, let alone looking like a team, a one loss, you know, team. And you know what? These things are happening in the league. We're seeing it. Joe mentioned it all the time. Every team in this league has flaws. So for me to assume that the Giants won't win another game for the rest of the year is crazy. When you talk look again, the commanders are hot right now. Does that mean they're going to beat the Giants in a couple weeks? No, we don't know. The Giants can get healthy. They may get Evan Neal back. You might get Aziz back off of IR. You're going to get some of these players back. Fabian Moreau, these guys are coming back. Yes, you've lost Wandell Robinson for the year but in Sterling Shepard. But some of these guys, the linemen, all these guys, the guys that helped get this thing going, they're all coming back in a couple of weeks. And, and again, there's optimism on the other side. I honestly, looking at the Giants' schedule, could see another three wins possible for do I, you know, there's things that can happen. You could, I could see a win. I could see a win with um, two wins with um, Washington. I could see that going two wins or one win. I could probably see a split with the Eagles. I could see a win with the Colts. And Minnesota, to me, is up in the air. So for me to just say that the Giants won't get another win, no, I still think the Giants will get more wins this year. And I still think the Giants will lock up a playoff spot. Even if people don't want to see them, they will be a wild card team, I think. So I, I, I don't know if they get in a playoff spot. I mean, it's in, the uh, NFC East will have. I hate the way it's looking. Three, they're going to get all four teams. Four, four teams in the four, NFC. They're not going to get all four. It, it looks like that. I mean, look at look. Like I said, Washington is hot. You talk about the Eagles' number one seed. Dallas is right there ahead of us because of the tie-breaking situations. Obviously, we carry the same record. So. You know, like obviously the Giants could win or lose with Cowboys, whatever. But going down the line, they could split with some of these teams, and the both all, all four teams could be in the playoffs. It's very possible, bro. It, 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 it's possible. I just don't. I, I just don't see that happening. And uh, I mean, especially right now with the Giants, I think this is going into how tough their schedule is. This loss is really bad, and uh, the. That that's just how I'm feeling. That that's why I'm so down right now. Like the Lions for real, the Lions. But uh, all right. Well, again, that, again, a beat up Giants team, half O line, no receivers. Zay, but it's always even when they were doing terrible, it was they were beat up. There were no receivers. Who? Who did they Joe tell? Judge's Joe Judge's downfall. They no, were doing no, terrible. No, they were no, beat no, up. No. The Joe, no Judge, the Joe Judge regime and this regime are two different regimes. two different regimes. And that's why I told you it's not the team of the past. A Joe Judge team wouldn't have put up 18 points. A Joe Ch- Judge team wouldn't have fought almost all game. A Joe Judge team would have lost that game 31, 36, who knows, even maybe 39 to like six, maybe. They weren't the Giants were not scoring points when Joe Judge was coach. So this again, th- this is Daniel Jones doing it when other teams know that. Basically, the Giants are going to run the ball with him and Saquon because that's their offense right now. That's the strongest part of the offense, the most consistent part of the offense, and that's the focal point. And they were still able to put up 18 points. God forbid they get a receiver who you can break up. I've been saying it all year. You need to get in the end zone at least three times for the Giants to win. And It's possible. It's, again, in it's today's possible. NFL, you need to. And they've done it before. They, they have in this, this game. So I, I – and with how bad the the, the Lions defense is, I, I I'm not looking. I things aren't looking bright for the future for the Giants right now. This season, it's a, it's a learning curve. You're gonna have to lose. Uh-huh. You're gonna have to win. You're gonna have to learn how to win. This is all part of the game. And the the Giants, they're all doing. They're doing it fine. 
I'm not it's worried. It's the Lions, eh? It's the Lions. Again, right. you got to go out there and play. It doesn't matter who's on the schedule. You got to go out there and play. Any team can lose to any team on any Sunday, bro. You got to go yeah. out there and perform. Don't care how yeah. much talent you have. All right. Well, I mean, yeah, any given Sunday. But in this case, any given Thursday, Giants and the Cowboys tomorrow, Thanksgiving. Um, I, I, I don't know. Uh, I mean, we, we saw the, the last time they, these two teams met. Obviously, the Cowboys won that. Uh, I mean, uh, De- uh, not Dexter Lawrence. Uh, Demarcus Lawrence ate up Evan Neal. Now Evan Neal's gone. Uh, Michael Parsons was quiet. I expect him to at least have something to say this game for Thanksgiving. It's a rough one, especially how off of how good the Cowboys looked last week to how bad the Giants did. Uh, I, I do think the Giants can. This is still winnable. Like I, I'm so down. Da- I'm down on the Giants, but this is a winnable game. The Cowboys aren't invulnerable by any means. The Giants. I mean, uh, just give the ball to Saquon. Eat up clock. Eat up. Uh, p- Control time of possession, and you can win this football game. And I think that's what they're going to do. I think it's going to be but, – but you're going to need to get in the end zone. If you can hold the – if the defense can hold uh, Dak out of the end zone for – hold the two touchdowns, if DJ can match that, uh, the, the Giants win this football game. But I, I, I don't know. It's going to be rough. Cowboys are hot. It's gonna be a fun game to watch because the Giants will play it close. Even if it, even if the even if the Cowboys do win, the Giants will will keep it close. They they do have that fight in them. But, I, I could uh, see that. I, I honestly could see that. Uh, I, again, I think this is a game probably primed for an upset. Uh, being like you said, how bad the Giants played on Sunday and how well the Cowboys played. Obviously, game this should be a game the Cowboys come and stomp all over the Giants based on just the fact that the Giants have on one side at least, marching out a third-string, fourth-string offensive line, which, again, we, we we saw what happened last week, and then you mentioned the pass rushes on the other side of the ball. It can make things a, a, a living hell for Daniel Jones, but a part of me is thinking Dable understands this. He's seen this. Uh, again, we are – those games are seven weeks apart. Uh, Dable knows probably no more what to expect now. He's probably found ways to – you know, get the ball out quickly or maybe move the pocket so that way that the pass rushers from the Cowboys, you know, aren't getting comfortable feeding off of the offensive linemen doing the same thing over and over. So I think there are definitely ways he can, you know, scheme and 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 finagle this thing so the Giants could possibly pull up an upset. But obviously the way it looks right now, based on what we've seen, it, it should be a Cowboys win and it should be an ugly Cowboys win. Does that, you know – negate the whole Giants season no again if the Giants again were seven and three and they lost their first three games and had won seven in a row people will be talking completely different about the Giants you know than they are now but because they started off so hot and then they started to stumble it looks a little worse so this is such a talk I'm again as much as a Giants fan I am I do see the Cowboys winning this in a blowout because again they're the healthier team they have more players on the other team, but the Giants can figure it out. Uh, Dane Belton, uh, say, uh, if he could come in and shut down Tony Pollard, be 
He made some really big plays last week against uh, Amaron St. Brown or Amarad or however you pronounce his name. He made some really good plays against him to keep him out of the end zone. So if he can find a way to spy that and uh, we can keep C.D. Lamb out the end zone, I think the Giants have a chance because, again, I don't think Zeke is what Zeke was or was drafted to be ever since he's gotten the money. So the Giants can shut those down. They can find a way to win. But right now it's Cowboys blowout. Yeah. Blowout. I, I and also Jalen Smith revenge game. I do got to mention that, but uh, I, I will say if the Giants can can pull this win off, uh, I think if the Giants win this game, they can make the playoffs. If they lose, I think they don't make the playoffs. I wouldn't say That's that because be what if they win this game and then you grab an, an Odell? So I say, you know what, I want to go be here. I think he's enough of no, a why would, wait, why wait, wait, why would why would he? If, well, if, the, if the Giants lose this game, why would Odell go to the Giants? This is for Odell. No, no, don't don't let the don't let the headlines <laughs> guys. This is not for Odell. This has, uh, I, and I think he's sitting at home thinking it too. He's probably already made his decision a long time ago. He obviously wants to see how the game goes. He he obviously loves the hype. He loves the attention, similar to the whole LeBron situation in 2010. It got that same feeling where everyone, oh, where's Odell going? Where's Odell going? It's the same feeling, but. Yeah, that this game determines Odell Beckham. No, and again, if he wants to pick the Cowboys and go there, then he's okay with mediocre football for the rest of his career. Because again, the Cowboys have proven you even when they're ten and six, they don't win anything. So I'm, I'm, you know, when they're the best team in the division, they don't win. So again, it's totally up to him. I don't think he'll. I'm being honest. I don't see him signing with the Cowboys. It's possible. It's very possible. Everything's possible, but I don't see him signing with the Cowboys. I just don't. Uh, I, It'd it, be so hard. I mean, he could, but then again, if he ever came back to New York, he would, yeah. See, I don't think I, – I feel like if he was going to be signed with the Cowboys already, they, they would have done it. Jerry Jerry Jones would have loved that, would have brought it in, reap in the, the jersey sales already. Like, the, the, it, it would have been quick if he was going to Dallas. I think he would have rubbed it in too. And, and the thing – come on, you, you got to understand – He's going to be a third option in Dallas, a third or fourth option. You know, you got Pollard, you got you got Lamb, you'd have Odell, you'd have Zeke, you have all the, you know all these other guys, um, Dalton Schultz. They have all these guys that they could get the ball to, and you you know the Giants would only have you. It'd be the perfect situation a wide receiver can want, and an offense where a guy you know a coordinator schemes the ball to be thrown, and a receiver who wants the ball every play. And there's no other receiver. I'm telling you now, if Odell comes back, we'll rip that jersey off of David Still's back so damn fast. We'll rip that number off. You wouldn't even know he was on the team. I'm not even making it up to you. But so, <laughs> again, do you want to be the number four option or do you want to be the only option? It's up to you. And the only option in a locker room full of people who are your friends. Granted, I don't know how close he is with the Dallas Cowboys, but I know he's very close with Saquon and Sterling Shepard and those guys. So, I don't know. And I think Kayvon would be another guy he'd, he'd you know, mesh with too. They all yeah. have that personality to me that, you know. Yeah, I, I, I think that I, I want it to happen, will happen. I don't know. I mean, I, I feel like I feel like if something were to happen, it would have happened already, but you, you never know. So, yeah. So if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. All right. And, but we'll, that'll wrap up for the Giants talk. We will talk 
uh, about some breaking news coming, staying in New York, but with the Jets. But first, let's hear a word from one of our sponsors. My name is Roseanne BC, and I'm a certified health coach uh, with the company called Optivia. I'm a coach because I love helping people transform their health and their lives. There's a couple different plans. Um, it's safe for a lot of different people and a lot of different ages um, and places in their lives. I have so many clients that have had such great success and there's a portion of the program that is you get your health coach, you get the products, but you also get a community of people who are there. So we do Zooms every Monday night um, nationwide and if people want to get more involved with other people on the same journey as them, then they can join in and have that kind of support. The website you can reach me at is sacredrosehealthandwellness.com and um, you can email me from there or you can book um, a virtual coaching session there where we can get your health assessment started and get you moving in the right direction. All right, the Jets bench Zach Wilson. Zay, are you surprised? Is this the right move? Uh, what are your feelings as a Jets fan about this? Well, if I were a Jets fan... My feelings would be uh, it's about damn time <laughs> if I was a Jets fan. But um, speaking as a Giants fan, I mean, you can only feel for the kid um, coming from, you know, similar situation with Daniel Jones where um, I don't think the kid has had enough time to really figure things out to prove himself, to understand things. Uh, came into the – I believe – didn't he start late this season? Didn't he have some type of injury or something that he started late or something? something well, no, last, last year he was injured. He did start uh, – he did get injured at the beginning of this year. So. Yeah, okay, so something like that. Yeah, uh, again, not another not another time under pocket. Um, we know he played at BYU, not a top, top college similar to Daniel Jones from, you know, playing with North Carolina or Duke. Uh, I mean in North Carolina. Duke, I know it's Duke, but it's in – whatever. But I'm not going to explain myself. Anyway. <laughs> the fact of the matter is, uh, yeah, we're it, it sucks. We're in a league where you have to perform now within the first three years or you're basically benched, and the Jets feel like they're in a position where, you know, they can make a run at possibly division, a playoff spot, and as a head coach, Rob Sabla, you want to give your guys the best chance to win and make sure you don't lose your locker room also. I think if he had kept um, Zach Wilson, especially after that loss, and the way Zach Wilson played, I think he would have started to lose the locker room because then they would probably look like he's giving this kid an exception. And I love the fact that he's, you know, not, and he's making Zach take accountability. And hopefully Zach does take accountability and becomes a better quarterback from it. But right now, you know, it's, it's a sucky story. I, I mean, his career is not over. He's just benched. But we hope he learns from it and gets back out there. Uh, yeah. Not much more I can say. No, no. Uh, I mean, this uh... – Hey, this isn't the end of Zach Wilson. I mean, they've already invested that much in it. Like, people going, oh, you're going to trade him away. Oh, who do you bring in? Oh, he's done. It's not. This is especially after the, the post-game stuff last week, uh, him not taking responsibility. I think you needed this at this point. But, like, he was injured most of last year. He, he's been injured this year. He is still developing and growing. I, I understand it's going to take some time and to just clown this guy real quick. Look at Tua. 
Look at Tua. Everyone was like, oh, Ryan Fitzpatrick, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Then all of a sudden he starts producing like this year. Granted, yes, I, I know you brought in a, a Tyreek Hill or, uh, into that offense, but you can do the same here. Like Zach Wilson isn't – yes, last week was really bad. Yes, he didn't take accountability for that. That's why you need this benching. But his future in the NFL isn't over. I, I, I'm a big Zach. I like BYU football. So I'm a big Zach Wilson guy. So, but I, I he can find a place in the league. And the Jets aren't done with him. They aren't going to give up after. They aren't going to give. He's not done starting this whole year. Like, I'm sure he'll start some games coming up. I think this is just a message to him. Get him more in tune with the team. I don't know. Flacco gets him on a win streak. He could. It might not be the rest of this year. Again, yeah. you're, you're God. When you're a coach, Flacco could do that. When you're a coach playing, uh, for you know, for yourself and other guys, you make decisions, bro. That you're gonna go with the hot guy. It's just simple as that. If Flacco comes out there and wins if games, you think bro, Flacco can do that? You, you you're kind of crazy, bro. Like I, I, I understand I their defense is that good, but nah, bro. Who the quarterback was Zach was out. I know, but I, I think Zach Wilson's better. Like, granted, that was also the Patriots. Bill Belichick's the greatest coach of all time. But, uh, all right. Bill Belichick's the greatest coach. Not even close, but all right. Okay. All right. He's up there, but he's not the greatest of all, all time. Right. He, come on. He learned from Parcells. Par- There's so many other yeah. coaches. Okay. That, all right. I'm not getting into it. All right. Um, let's get into this. Uh, Zay with the push last week. I, I almost counted it as lost, but uh, everyone else doing everyone else winning. Yeah, uh, Sean still up top. Uh, to, hopefully, I can get something from him. Joe, uh, he's sick, he's got the flu. Shout out to him. Hopefully, he, he'll get better. See him next week. Uh, Zay, I, I might be able to catch up to you. You might, you might be sitting at the bottom after today or I'm after sure. this week. But uh, I'm sure. Um, I have a look around here. It's hard, dude. Yeah, you know what? You know what? Give me Washington minus four. Washington. Roll the hot, roll the hot hand. Roll dice on the hot hand. Oh my gosh! Yeah, Zay, I, I've been respecting your picks. But, I mean, come on, dude. This one, for real, this is a pretty SpongeBob Square pick. When they're hot, they – how is it a SpongeBob Square pick? Look, they're, they're, playing, they're playing the number one team in, 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 in the South. The yeah, number oh four Oh, my team. gosh. The number one team in the worst division in football? Really, Zay? Look, you can say whatever you want, bro. At the end of the day, you got to come out there and play. And the Falcons have been playing lately. Apparently, you know, you're not number one because you're losing games. You, you know, you have to win games too. In order for the, you know, so yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think that like, again, there's a reason the command and the command is a hot. There's a reason why they, you know, I'm just four. Yeah. So give me the command this. Okay. Uh, all right. I, I'm switching things up this week. I know I've been hot as far as my overs, but I'm going to switch it up. I'm going to keep, I, I, I said it last week. I was going to hop off the Justin Herbert bandwagon if he won, if he lost last week. I mean, if the over didn't hit, uh, the over did hit. So the offense is still ringing and dinging. And uh, Keenan Allen 
Mike Williams, they're just going to get reacclimated. I think the Chiefs, I mean, the Chargers minus three on the road against the uh, the Cardinals. Granted, the Cardinals are pretty bad. And it's a it's double. Like a back, that's a SpongeBob Square pick. If the Cardinals are playing, they're playing their backup quarterback, but I had the SpongeBob Square pick. People are down on just no. I mean, granted, we're, we're trying to we're at the bottoms, eh? We're okay to to do a SpongeBob Square pick. We're, we're Kyler Murray pick. isn't playing, but you're gonna make a SpongeBob Square pick. All right, whatever yeah. works. Look, oh, I, I don't know. Matter of fact, I want to change it. I think I should pick Dallas. I want to lose this week. I want to pick Dallas minus 10. And I want the Giants to not only cover, but I want to win. But I think I'm going to keep the oh, I think God. I might put that in as a personal bet and make some money off of Dallas. Wait, Kyler, is Kyler playing? Kyler might play, right? I don't know. He did play last night. Yeah. Oh, two nights ago. He didn't play two nights ago. So he he might still win. It is a double XP weekend for COD, so I, he might not, huh? <laughs> you know that new war zone drop, so yeah, you know how that goes. Yeah, but well, uh, all right, that's gonna do it for us today. I guess uh, Sean didn't show up, whatever, but uh, I guess so. Um, but for myself, big Jason King Zay, that's gonna do it for us. Have a happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Also, while you, while you got the time off, make sure you Look, check that, out clovercrestmedia.com. That's what we should have done to end it. Favorite Thanksgiving food. That's what we should have done then. Okay. All right, Zay, we still got time. What's your favorite Thanksgiving food? Of course it's macaroni. You can't have oh, a Thanksgiving dinner. You can't have mac. You Come on. You can't have oh, okay. Man. How can you eat and not have macaroni on that damn table? Listen, I mean, I'll, I'll give it to you, but, like, white Thanksgivings ain't got macaroni. Uh, <laughs> like, that's all I'm saying. Like, that's that's <laughs> – Hey, Joe, Joe at what I need him. He'll tell me there's macaroni on that table. It's not, well, he, he might have some sort of pasta because he's Italian, but like straight up, no. And I'm pissed off that like people are trying to adopt it now. Like, no, if that's your. I haven't had a Thanksgiving without mac and cheese. And you told me that people have it without it. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. All right, Jason. So, yeah. so what's, what's your favorite? Dude, the stuffing, bro. Uh, the stove tops, that crappy stuffing. I don't know. It, maybe it, it's because I only eat it once a year, but damn, I, I, I just like love it. that stuff so I much. I like stuffing. I agree with you. I don't know why people don't. I like stuffing. My mother makes a seafood stuffing, which is even better. Ooh. But I love stuffing, bro. I don't know why people don't like it. I hate turkey. Throw the turkey away. I don't even know why it's even there. Throw the dry butterball turkey away. Don't bring it out. But just have the stuffing there for me. Get the stuffing, get the cranberry, get the macaroni, get the ham. Get me a biscuit, maybe some chicken, and I'm good for the night. Because, yes, we make a chicken, too. For some reason, we make a turkey and a chicken. All the meats. <laughs> all the meats. But give me something like that. Give me some collard greens. Give me some rice. All that all on one plate. But that turkey, oh, yeah. you, can throw that, you can throw that in the garbage. You can throw the garbage, turkey hey, in the garbage. I, I, I like the turkey. Especially, dude, the best part of the turkey. I mean, hot turkey's good. It's smothering gravy. But, dude, the sandwiches the next day, that, that's my favorite part of Thanksgiving. Just getting that turkey, throwing it on a sandwich. <laughs> so all the stuff, yeah. But, uh, all right. <laughs> all right. Everyone, enjoy your Thanksgiving. Hopefully the Giants will help us enjoy it a little bit more by giving us a W. 
But uh, I'm excited. We'll see you next week for more John about the G-Men. Peace out. Happy holidays. Try to get the run game going. Nope, it's a fake. Throw far side of the field. Clark Robinson has it. First down and more, and he's inside the 10. Jones going to run it himself. Gets a block from Barkley. Daniel Jones in for the touchdown. Matt Burita gets it up the middle. He's in for the touchdown. Hello, my name is Joe McGuire. I'm the president of Clovercrest Media Group. And here at CMG, we have a wide variety of podcasts, including sports shows like Keys to the City, The Roll Call, Throwing Jabs, All Four Downs, and Jawing About the G-Men. And great true crime shows like Sticky Week, Crimes and Consequences, Ivy League Murders, and Burn, The Unsolved Murder of David Eichmann. You can find all these podcasts and so much more by visiting clovercrestmedia.com.